0: Does manual treasury management and operations have your crypto business stuck in the slow lane? Scale up and speed ahead with Fireblocks, the number one platform for crypto operations and trading pros that makes custody, settlement, and rebalancing quick and easy. Visit fireblocks.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Coinbase Prime, an integrated solution that provides institutional investors with an advanced trading platform, secure custody and prime services to manage all of their crypto assets in one place. Futuristic companies like Tesla and MicroStrategy have used Coinbase's comprehensive investing platform to execute some of the largest trades in the industry. Learn more by visiting Coinbase.com prime to get started today. This episode is brought to you by Coinbase Prime, an integrated solution that provides institutional investors with an advanced trading platform, secure custody, and Prime services to manage all of their crypto assets in one place. Futuristic companies like Tesla and MicroStrategy have used Coinbase's comprehensive investing platform to execute some of the largest trades in the industry. Learn more by visiting Coinbase.com Prime to get started today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Scoop. I'm your host, Frank Chaparro, Director of News at The Block, and today is a very exciting episode of the show. We have our mining research analyst, Wolfie Zhao, for The Mining Report. Wolfie, kicking it over to you.
1: Thanks, Frank, for having me. Uh, Hey, everyone, this is Wolfie Zhao, and welcome back to another episode of The Mining Report. Today we are going to take a look at the mining landscape in the year ahead and how Bitcoin mining companies have initiated a massive build-up for new power capacities. Let's dive in. So it has been pretty interesting, um, I think, overall for 2021 and the year ahead. I was looking at the network hash rate. Um, It's pretty funny because it took the network total 11 years to reach the first 100x hash for the first time. Uh, That was January 2020, and then it took another two years to reach uh, nearly 200 exahash, which is about now. uh, We're around like 195 exahash. Uh, Maybe we will see um, the network reach 300 over the next 12 months, which would be pretty incredible if that really happens. So that, that has a lot to do, that potential has a lot to do with the sort of multi-billion dollars of investment that Bitcoin mining companies are putting into ASIC miners. We kind of, uh, did a research piece, um, recently. So our estimate was about investment of at least $6 billion. We did analysis based on the announced purchase orders from some 30 public and private mining companies. So in total, they are expected to receive more than 1 million units of the latest generation of basic miners in 2022 and these new gen miners will have a total hash rate if they are energized in timely manner to over 100 exahash and you can see these biggest orders come from you know the usual big names core scientific marathon digital etc and what was also interesting in two thousand and twenty-one is that we saw an influx of public traded mining companies in North America. You know, when I started covering the mining space in two thousand and eighteen, there was there was only Hot A and maybe Argo Blockchain that were kind of public traded mining companies, uh, and now we're more than two dozens of them. Many of them are still small market cap stocks. At least they're like as a whole, making the entire mining space more transparent, given that they're trying to access the public market. So that is, I think, what is happening in 2022. That is a lot of the miners are going to get shipped and be waiting to be plugged in. And that leads to our next uh, next big problem, which is the supply crunch of the power capacities right now. Because miners' investment aside, these mining Institutions globally, they have been pouring also billions of dollars into building additional power capacities and infrastructure, so that they will have enough like juice to energize all the pending equipment. And we did a recently did a follow up research piece on, on the new power capacity that is building out in America. We took example from some twenty public and private mining companies, um, and that summed up to about like four point five gigawatts in the construction pipe pipelines in the U.S. alone. And the state of Texas accounted for over half of that. I mean, I I can think of a pretty long list of companies that have already commenced the construction in Texas. You know, there there are uh, Core Scientific, Genesis, Marathon, Riot, Rodion, Cypher, Iris Energy, Bidir, Argo, and and Pulling too. So all these mining companies are assigned to build out infrastructure in Texas, which is set to be a next hub for Bitcoin mining globally. And even Pennsylvania is also rising, given the like, coal waste power plants that are looking for alternative revenues um, from Bitcoin mining. So I think at, at a high level, what is going on is that the market supply crunch has shifted from equipment or chips in 2020, and first of first half of 2021, to now basically the power capacity. Ever since the China crackdown. Basically, like whoever can complete new build outs, some of the others would have the edge to grab a bigger share of the pie. So I guess everyone is basically competing with time. So it will be a pretty interesting year ahead in 2022 who will compete with the others and win the kind of build out race.
0: So, as Texas, you mentioned Pennsylvania. Um, what's the breakdown of where the red hot areas are by state? Is Texas still a big hub?
1: I think so far, like looking at the current state of fare, uh, I saw an article from Bloomberg which cited a sort of hash rate contribution map from Foundry Pool. And I think right now, Georgia is actually the biggest part of the hash rate allocation. But looking ahead in 2022, based on the, all the construction pipelines, I think Texas is going to grab a lot of new market share, provided that the constructions will, you know, progress as planned. So I think top of the charts was Texas, and Pennsylvania, Georgia, North Carolina, and these are big, bigger states uh, that have you know, construction pipelines.
0: What's the deal with Compass? What happened to them? I saw that they were apologizing for not delivering on time to, to their counterparties or something.
1: I haven't looked into, like, exact details of what's going on with them, but I can... Like based on what uh, the CEO said on uh, on Twitter it basically seems like you know they sold um, they were they are in a, like a brokerage service that they they sell ASICs to customers and they would have uh, hosting capacities where the customers will trust them to plug in the machines and generate uh, daily Bitcoin output so it looks like the problem now is like they sold ASIC miners from some time ago and then promised the miner will be plugging in Maybe at some some sometime like currently, and in the process, they were relying on hosting partners to build that uh, capacity uh, and infrastructure so that they can plug in. But seems like the global supply chain issues um, have caused some delays to that. So while they're they have the machines, you know, it's just like the delay of schedule that the miners cannot be plugging in time uh, as promised to the customers previously. So I guess that tells you the kind of disruption that global supply chain and this power uh, supply crunch can cause to Bitcoin mining operations. So even if you have the machines, you still need the power to energize them. There's another good example. Uh, Marathon Digital, They since early 2021, they received nearly 100,000 ASIC miners from Bitmain. That would be more than 10x a hash of Computing power, and now they deployed about thirty-five thousand of them. So they have, as of January, three point six exahash. So over sixty thousand ASIC miners from Marathon are sitting idle, looking for you know power juice to be energized. Um, Marathon mined, I think, if I remember correctly, four hundred to five hundred Bitcoin in January. So had they plugged in all the machines, they could have mined nearly one thousand Bitcoins in a month. That is just a big opportunity cost at this environment so everybody is just trying to sort this out as soon as possible
0: having trouble keeping pace with the crypto boom when your business is scaling up and your portfolio is growing you don't want to waste precious time on manual treasury management or settling and rebalancing fireblocks can handle that for you with smart scalable solutions for your crypto business, along with industry-leading security and expertise. They'll take care of the back end so you can focus on the big picture. Visit fireblocks.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Coinbase Prime an integrated solution that provides institutional investors with an advanced trading platform, secure custody, and Prime services to manage all their crypto assets in one place. Coinbase Prime fully integrates crypto trading and custody on a single platform and gives clients the best all-in pricing in their network using their proprietary smart order router and algorithmic execution. Futuristic companies like Tesla and MicroStrategy have already used Coinbase's comprehensive investing platform to execute some of the largest trades in the industry. Build a unified investment portfolio with one of the most trusted names in crypto. Learn more by visiting Coinbase.com Prime to get started today. Are you eager to make more informed decisions around crypto using data you can trust? Chainalysis is here to help. Chainalysis demystifies cryptocurrency by providing industry-leading compliance, market intelligence, and investigation support for all crypto assets for organizations like Gemini, Crypto.com, and BlockFi. Gain unparalleled visibility and maximize your potential with the leading blockchain data platform by visiting Chainalysis.com now. Seems like it speaks to the level of like uncertainty and the shaky foundation on which many miners have found themselves. On, I read that I read in Bloomberg um, that basically, minor Bitcoin holdings turned negative on February fifth for the first time since mid-November, according to glass node kind of indicates possibly that miners have been selling their coins and maybe that's to like cover cost of more expensive machines as a result of supply chain issues or maybe it's something else but if you look at the landscape and based off of a lot of things you said it doesn't look like things are going great for miners
1: well that is because mining companies they have both CapEx and OPEX to pay. And I think throughout like twenty twenty one, one big theme for for all these big miners that they tried to hold their Bitcoin for as long as possible, which they did. I think by my last count, I think six or seven Bitcoin mining companies they were holding over thirty six thousand Bitcoin as of January. But that was the big ones. I don't know what's going on with the smaller ones because everybody has different kind of strategy. There are people, there are companies that hold every Bitcoin in mind. There are also companies like Iris Energy. They sell every Bitcoin on a regular basis. And also there are companies who adopt uh, kind of a mix of, of retaining Strategy. When the price of Bitcoin was going up, uh, a lot of these companies that hold Bitcoin, they, they have a better access to the p- public market to raise money through equity and, and debts so that they can have enough money to A, pay the bills and B, paying for the monthly installments for future equipment when they are shipped and also paying for the extra power capacity they are building. I don't know if they can keep raising money, raising external equity, or issuing debts when the when the Bitcoin price is going down. They may need to look for alternatives to to ensure that they have extra cash, enough cash to pay for um, pay for both opex and capex. Yeah, I mean, if Bitcoin price is going down, I think they they need to look out look for like different strategy in term to ensure that they have enough reserve because they placed a lot of the orders in 2021. Right, that was over 1 million ASICs that are being shipped by batch in a monthly basis, and by each shipment they are gonna pay for that installments. So that is also a problem. Uh, that was also why, like we we saw a lot of IPOs in 2021, and many of the companies they made it very clear in their prospects, even that you know they, the the big purpose of the of the raise was to pay for the expansion of capacity and also future installments for the equipment. Judging for now, if the price is not going great, I think to the question for these Bitcoin mining companies is how they are gonna ensure that they have the enough cash to pay for what they need to pay and to the point whether they need to sell the Bitcoin that have been holding for some time. So it would be interesting to see. It was funny because Riot Blockchain also kind of adjusted their tone in their January production, they used to say they hold every Bitcoin, but they updated at some point that they are kind of evaluating the strategy of retaining how many of the Bitcoin they are going to they, they they are mining, so that they are putting how much cash in how much Bitcoin to their balance sheet, etc. So, yeah, I think that's that's one interesting development that that is to be watched in 2022.
0: I mean, this kind of need for cash, right, or the. To have the optionality to not sell their coins has led to this huge surge in the number of participants in this Bitcoin mining financing space, which I think you wrote about at the beginning of the month. you you kind of walk the reader through how that corner of the market has grown exponentially.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that that was definitely uh, one thing throughout 2021 that that stood out, especially in the last quarter. You know, from, I think the from Q1 to Q3 last year, it was mainly equity issuance. They were just basically raising money through uh, more stocks. And I think Q4 was more about, there were like more amount of um, convertible nodes, that sort of uh, debt issuance. That went side by side with their uh, minor investment and also power capacity investment. Because you can't really just buy the, ASICs, now that China has cracked it down, you know, you, you need to also consider the influx of Chinese miners. So everybody's looking for power capacity and you have to build that infrastructure as well. So that was the whole purpose of them raising a lot of money. Another uh, strategy that some were doing was pledging their Bitcoin to the finance, like the crypto lenders. I saw a couple of announcements from, from Forums and a day marathon. They did. They, they did lend, borrow some money from from Galaxy and some other uh, lenders as well. That was. I think that was. That was just another strategy they look at to 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 source the funding apart from the traditional, you know, capital market. I'm I'm not sure how that will uh, continue in 2022, especially if Bitcoin price is going down. If that really happens, then you have the risk of being liquidated if you pledge it as collateral. So yeah, it's worth watching uh, if, the, if the Bitcoin money financing will continue to, to rise or in what ways.
0: So who are the participants there?
1: In terms of what? Like Bitcoin mining companies?
0: Yeah, no, like in terms of like the companies doing these financing services.
1: Oh, there, were, there are a couple, like Foundry, they do. Uh, Foundry, Galaxy Digital, I think BlockFi, uh, and also IDIC and Celsius networks. And I think Matrix Explorer maybe, and, and, and Babel, those are Asia-based um, financiers. But that's what that's the main the, the ones. I think I think most of them take Bitcoin as collateral and then lend money to the miners for equipment and for infrastructure. Some of them would take ASICs as collateral. Which is, uh, which is a different story um, because you know the valuation of ASics, the market for like ASics trading is much illiquid at Bitcoin for sure. So yeah, those are the main participants
0: for the mining like financing activities. Got it. So I feel like when you were last on, felt like a few months ago, but it might have been sooner we were kind of parsing through the landscape here in America. A lot of the energy has shifted here Mm. and that's kind of been a year in the making, but it's clearly, it's clearly kind of in full swing, but who's impressed you? Who do you think stands out as being ahead in that race to be the top dog here in America?
1: You mean the energy companies? Yeah. I think, Based on the the announcements I've seen and, and all the findings that I've looked through, I think Irish Energy, maybe they're rising pretty fast. So there there are a couple of energy turn Bitcoin mining companies, right? There are Stronghold Digital, uh, Irish Energy, TerraWolf, and CleanSpark and Greenwich Generations. I, th- I think among them, I think uh, CleanSpark it has the biggest share of the hash rate they have grown pretty fast in 2021 uh, so they're leading the pack um, but also Iris energy is rising because they have placed they ha- they are they are working pretty uh, smoothly on both sides uh, they have secured over 150,000 ASICs from Bheem and they are paying by monthly installments this year and next year and they are also building i think 5 6 or maybe like 6 700 megawatts of capacity in both British Columbia and, and Texas so they have pretty big upcoming plans. Uh, whereas, if I look at companies like CleanSpark, they have pretty—they have grown a lot over 2021 in terms of the hash rate. But so far, they haven't made any like massive purchase orders yet. So that's to be seen. The basically the strategy about adopted by these energy companies is just to retain like half, like a mix of retaining and sell, if not selling everything at all. Iris Energy is the one that says they're gonna sell every Bitcoin they mine on a regular basis, um, whereas I think CleanSpark, they when they update like December January productions, monthly productions, they said they I think they sold nearly thousand Bitcoin in 2021 and maybe some 400 something Bitcoin in January, so they are retaining some of the Bitcoins they mine but i think that's that's the strategy they're sticking to like they need to make sure that they have they they are generating their cash flow for their shareholders instead of just printing out more stocks to raise money but yeah i mean energy companies surely have a different kind of mindset i guess towards bitcoin than those longer ter- longer running like bitcoin native companies that started uh, started as bitcoin mining business
0: I was looking at this chart you put together on the energy profile of Bitcoin miners in the state of Texas, and it looks like it's kind of what you would expect, 22% wind and solar, 15% coal.
1: Oh, that was not uh, that was not for Bitcoin mining. It was just a general context for like a Texas state the energy profile. So I think a, a big chunk of it was from natural gas and mm-hmm. coal, and then... Green and solar uh, and nuclear.
0: do you have any sense of whether Bitcoin mining has become more green as it's shifted to the United States from China, which is heavy coal dependent?
1: i I don't know. I think that's like this, there's no hard way to know that for sure. Uh, I mean, a lot of the Bitcoin mining companies they they do push for the narrative that it is becoming greener. Who knows? Maybe it is, maybe it's not. Well, what I think is that, you know, when, when China shut it down, they shut it down both hydro and coal. So I think overall China shut down about like six, six, seven gigawatts of it, of the power capacity in total for Bitcoin money and the hydro hydrocam for a big part of it. So if the hydro if the renewable energy elsewhere in the world cannot make up that loss, then I don't see how we can argue for how we can make an argument that it has become greener after China cracked it down. You see what I'm saying? If, if China shut down like four gigawatts of hydro, then we need another four gigawatts of hydro. Otherwise, how are we how going to make it greener? But I guess like a lot of the, there are there are still a lot of projects that are trying to utilize renewables in Texas. Maybe not 100% renewable, but at least like a big chunk of it would be from say solar or, or wind there are also projects in big is building out a 200 megawatt in Argentina powered by hydro so I mean the, the energy consumption thing is really it's kind of a pain the ESG thing is kind of abstract but you cannot ignore it so it's it's such a pain but I hope the like the industry will, go, will like kind of grow uh, greener in the long term when people like, kind of try to source the cheapest energy in the world uh, which is tend to be renewable for sure
0: it's definitely important i mean if you think about what investors care about esg is becoming more and more of a concern
1: yeah yeah i have no doubt for that yeah it's kind of thing that they have to they have to take into consideration
0: so any closing thoughts wolfie anything you're excited about or maybe like a research piece you're working on now or trying to put together
1: I think the most exciting thing for 2022 that I will see is basically who is going to win the competition in terms of completing the infrastructure. I think what I recently did the one. The one I recently did was was about um, the new car power capacities uh, in Americas. So if you're interested do check it out, but I think this game has pretty has changed a lot uh, in 2021. It used to be who can who can have the edge to get the equipment first. And now we're talking about who is, who is trying to complete the uh, build-out as soon, as soon as possible. So it's a very different uh, game now, uh, which is very interesting to see what will play out um, in the year ahead. But that's a, I guess that's another problem that we can discuss next time we speak.
0: Thanks, Wolfie. Once again, we've been joined today by Wolfie Zhao, mining research analyst here at The Block. You can find more of Wolfie's coverage on mining in his report titled An Overview of New Bitcoin Mining Power Capacities in the Americas on the TheBlockCrypto.com. The Mining Report with Wolfie Zhao will be back for you again soon. Stay tuned, everybody.